Hey, it's episode 206, and today we're chatting about how I use CBD, fasting and your macros, exogenous ketones and menopause, hair loss, carb cycling and diabetes, and so much more. I just finished recording episode 205. You may have listened to it a couple days ago, and right after I recorded, I realized that my microphone wasn't on, wasn't working because the cable was completely bent and in a hundred pieces right under my nose and I didn't even notice it. So hopefully today um, I'm sounding a little bit better. I've literally like taped the cable back up together. I'm going to need to figure out something because this is not going to work. Yay, podcasting. If you have questions about today's content, you can go to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact and ask me. You can also catch up on previous podcast episodes and any time that I reference links and videos to watch and things, you can head on over to ketodietpodcast.com. Look for episode 206 and all the links and resources will be on that page. Okay, let's do this thing. Hey, I'm Leanne Vogel and you're listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. I've put together a free 21 page guide on achieving weight loss on your keto diet if nothing is working. Grab your free guide at ketoforwomen.com to get the steps you need to overcome the hurdles standing in your way. Thanks so much for listening and let's get started with the show. I wanted to talk to you all about CBD oil. It's nothing that I really get questions about, but it's such a powerful supplement for many people. It's something that I don't feel like CBD oil is the be-all, end-all for, for me personally, but I have a couple of clients, women that I've worked with, colleagues that I've chatted with, as well as my dog, who swears by CBD oil. So our dog, Lexi, she is currently 17 years old. Oh my goodness. She is a German Shepherd Border Collie. Maybe she has some blue healer in her. Kevin and I rescued her when she was four years old. And she brought our family together. She's always had so much energy and so much light. She's so gentle and amazing. She's horrible with other dogs. But as she ages, she really doesn't care much anymore. But a couple of years ago, when we moved into the RV, actually, we were in Texas and Lexi came out of the RV really slowly. She got down like half the flight of stairs and couldn't get down the rest and just started crying and crying and crying. So we let her down, like Kevin picked her up, put her on the grass, and she just fell over, like clumped her entire back hip area, just like clumped to the ground and she peed on herself and it was horrific. So we pulled the RV over a couple of hours later, found a vet, took her to the vet and the vet looked over her hips and said, you know, she's a German shepherd. She's getting up there in age. At this time, she was 14. Yeah, she was 14. You know, she's getting up there in age. You're probably going to need to put her down. Like you can put her on these pain meds just to manage the pain, but there's going to come a time where she won't be able to walk. And you can think about one of the walkers with the wheels on the back, but this is going to go up her spine. Like it was terrifying. And I just got this strong message like it just came to me and I, I didn't know anything much about CBD oil at, at that time, but I was just like, CBD oil. Yes, my dog needs CBD oil. And so I asked the vet, you know, do you have any experience with CBD oil in dogs? And he was like, no, that's not going to work. I'm like, okay, watch me. So I did a little bit of research. I found out the dosage for our dog because of her weight, she needed about 10 to 15 milligrams, give or take. So I ordered um, some really high quality capsules online through CV Sciences. 
I started giving one capsule a day to her with a little doggy treat. Like I just push it into like one of the little little jacks, Bill Jack, little Jack, little treats. They're like soft and you can push pills in them. After 60 days, guys, like I posted a video on Instagram years ago about this. Like you could see her limping and push like just trying to push herself to play 60 days before and 60 days after she's like running after our puppy. At that time, Coconut was a couple months old and she's just like full going, like so strong and amazing and just like pushing it. And you'd never know that she had a hip issue. So that was three three years ago. She's been on CBD oil, 15 milligrams um, since then, and she's still going strong. Yeah, she's aging, but I feel like she's aging a lot more gracefully and she doesn't have that pain. There are days when she really pushes herself that she wakes up a little bit sore, probably doesn't put two and two together. But the fact that me as a pet parent can watch our dog interact so much differently because of a simple supplement has been such a powerful thing to witness. I have dabbled in CBD oil. I've really started getting into it as of late. And I need a little bit more time with it before I say like, yay or nay. I know that when I do take it, my sleep gets a little bit affected personally, but my skin gets better. So just like balancing that out, I haven't found a perfect balance. Um, But Kevin responds really good to it. Anytime he takes CBD oil, he's out like a light and he sleeps so much better and his moods are better. Um, So there you go. This is bioindividuality at at its finest. So I thought I'd answer like a couple Q&As about CBD just as I start to get more into it. I've partnered up with Eaton Hemp, who creates a beautiful CBD oil. So I thought because they are um, sponsoring the show, if you're unsure of CBD, this episode could be a really great one to follow. And after I chat about CBD, we're going to be getting to the rest of today's content on macros, exogenous ketones, and all the things. So let's get started here. Okay, what is full spectrum hemp? So full spectrum means that the CBD oil contains the full profile of cannabinoids and terpenes as nature intended it. So cannabinoids, think of it like... I like to think of it like light bulbs all through my body. And there's actually a conoidal system, very similar to your lymphatic system, that only responds to cannabinoids. And I remember learning this probably over a decade ago and being like, what? You mean our body has like an entire system dedicated to cannabinoids (laughs) and you can only get them from hemp. That is nuts. Okay. So what is unfiltered full spectrum? Because you're going to see this a lot on CBD oil and you go to the shop and you're like, I don't even know what all these words mean. Hopefully this can be helpful for you. Full spectrum means that the CBD oil contains the full profile of cannabinoids and terpenes as nature intended it. Now, unfiltered means that it is as manually extracted as possible and that it is kept in hemp seed oil as its carrier, giving the consumer the greatest entourage effect possible. It also allows for the whole plant to work together in complete unison with none of the compounds being altered. Today's episode continues after this short message from one of my sponsors who make the show possible, plus give you some great deals on my favorite things. 
I love hemp, and my friends at Eaton Hemp are upping my hemp game in a really big way. Eaton Hemp seeds have the hulls left on, so they're crunchy, high in prebiotic fiber, great for the gut, and help you hit your keto fiber macro goals without adding unnecessary carbs. The hemp seeds come in easy-to-travel-with packets, flavored to perfection, one salty flavor, one sweet, and one savory. But why are hemp seeds the perfect keto snack? Well, first off, they add a great crunch that's usually only found high-carb foods. They are the perfect balance of omega-3 to omega-6 fats to help reduce inflammation, and they're high in GLA, which is great for hormone health and balancing the cycle, plus reducing PMS too. Here's a special podcast-only offer. When you go to eatonhemp.com slash keto diet, you can use the code keto diet, that's all one word, for 20% off all Eaton Hemp products. If you're unsure of the link, simply check out today's show notes. Next question is, what is CBD isolate? So CBD isolate is when the only cannabinoid in the product is CBD. This will have no other terpenes or cannabinoids to work together in your body. Next up, something you might see is broad spectrum. Now, broad spectrum filters out some of the terpenes and cannabinoids. It is a mix between CBD isolate and full spectrum CBD. Oftentimes, CBD oil that you will find with MCT or other carriers will be broad spectrums. This doesn't give you the full entourage effect, but will give you some of the added benefits. Okay, so you're going to see when you go to the store that there's hemp oil, hemp seed oil, CBD oil. So there's a lot of confusion around and in the CBD industry because of the names that companies give their products. And to clear some of that confusion, I've broken down some of the cases each by names that you can understand. So first off is hemp seed oil. Hemp seed oil isn't even a CBD product, okay? So there is no CBD or THC in this product. It is similar to olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil, only it's very high in polyunsaturated fats. So I would say that it's very similar to a flaxseed oil, but it's high in omega-6. So hemp seed oil is an extremely healthy fat, but because it's so polyunsaturated, it can be quite delicate, I will say. Now, hemp oil, oftentimes brands call their CBD oil hemp oil to get around the legality issues of saying CBD oil. So, for example, if you see a hemp oil on Amazon, it's really just hemp seed oil with no CBD or THC. And Amazon does not allow for CBD products to be sold and they require lab results. So many hemp oil products are indeed intended to be called CBD oil, but then they use the name hemp oil to avoid running into banking issues, processing issues, shipping issues, blah, blah, blah. All this is slowly evolving as the 2018 Farm Bill was passed, making hemp-derived CBD 100% legal in all states. And I mean, Canada's really ahead of the times. I can't remember a time where CBD oil or hemp was a problem maybe 20 years ago, but it's been a while for us. So I've mentioned the entourage effect a couple of times and you're probably like, what is that? (laughs) The entourage effect is when all of the compounds in a plant are working together in unison. This is important because it is like comparing a vitamin C pill to eating an orange. In eating the orange, you will get all the other nutrients and benefits, which will amplify the effects of the vitamin C in the body. So that's just an example. It's very similar to if you just supplement with one thing, like 
zinc versus eating pumpkin seeds, you're probably going to be better off eating the pumpkin seeds, maybe supplementing with a little bit of zinc if you need it. But that entourage effect is what I'm referring to. Now, I've also mentioned terpenes. So terpenes are a large and diverse class of organic compounds produced by a variety of plants, particularly conifers, and by some insects. They often have a very strong odor and may protect the plants that produce them by deterring herbivores and by attracting predators and parasites of herbivores. Terpenes are found in many essential oils, and in regards to CBD, they work extremely well with cannabinoids to greatly amplify the effects and benefits for your body. So the takeaway here is terpenes, good things. Now, I've also mentioned cannabinoids. So cannabinoids are a compound found in the human body. There are at least 113 different types of cannabinoids. These attach to receptors in the body found in the endocannabinoid system. Try saying that 10 times fast. I can barely say it one time sort of fast. These cannabinoids are very present in the cannabis plants and work synergistically with the human body's endocannabinoid system to help aid in the numerous health issues. The ancient Chinese have used these medicines for over 3,000 years. So another thing you're going to look for when you're shopping for CBD, if you decide to go this route, is organic. So organic CBD oil is extremely important. This is because it symbolizes that the plant was raised to the highest, most pure standard, meaning you will get the highest quality product. It also assures that the product will have no toxins or unnatural material in it. Okay, so I mentioned the blockchain or a lot of companies refer to blockchain. So a blockchain means that every step of the growing process is recorded and available for the consumer to see. From seed to shelf, you can track the process of how your CBD oil was made. Blockchain means each of the steps of the process was developed and verified by a third party. Next up, why is it important to find blockchained CBD? This is extremely important because it guarantees that you are getting the highest quality product on the market. It also shows the brand supplying the product is fully transparent in every step of their process. Oh my gosh, don't you wish that every brand were fully transparent in the process and the making of their product? Okay, so let's get into how CBD works. So CBD is a cannabinoid. And the human body produces certain cannabinoids on its own and has two cannabinoid receptors, CB1 and CB2. Now, these receptors make up the human endocannabinoid receptor system, also known as ERS. With receptors present throughout the body and brain, the ERS influences coordination, movement, pain, inflammation, emotions, mood, cognition, appetite, and memories. When somebody takes a CBD supplement, the CBD is digested and released into the bloodstream where the molecules are free to travel all through the body. And because every human already has cannabinoid receptors throughout their body, the exogenous or external, I want to say, CBD can attach to these receptors and cause the desired effects. Again, influencing coordination, movement, pain, inflammation, emotions, mood, cognition, appetite, and memories. This is why CBD can help with so many different ailments from ankle pain to shoulder pain, anxiety to leaky gut. The CBD receptors are all over the body. So supplementing with CBD allows the CBD receptors to activate and do their jobs. So what do you want to look for in a trusted source? A couple of things farmer-owned, organically grown, traceability, smell, and taste are huge. 
Now, if you're wondering how much CBD to take, it is highly recommended that you work with your body. Since CBD is a natural product that works with your body, you really can't overdose. So that's a great thing. But people are often nervous that they'll take too much. So the great place to start is to start small, feel it out, increase, adjust the dose. That's how I did it um, with Lexi, and it's been really successful. Now, will you get high? No. CBD oil is derived from hemp, but it must be less than 0.3 THC, and this means it's completely non-psychoactive, so you don't need to worry about about that. Now, there are various ways to take CBD. Uh, One of the common one is a tincture. A tincture is a substance that is carried through a carrier oil to ensure maximum absorption in the body. So that carrier oil and the role of that carrier oil is to carry the CBD and other cannabinoids to your body and allow it to be easily digested for maximum absorption. So you might be wondering, like, why why is this the first time I've heard of the CBD thing? Maybe it is the first time you've heard of it. Many people think that CBD is a pretty new thing that we've recently discovered, but we've been doing this for the last 3,000 years. It's now just coming back to popularity due to hemp being brought back to the United States agricultural landscape. It had a lot to do with hemp being illegal. Um, So I'm going to link up to a video in the show notes that you can find at ketodietpodcast.com. Just look for episode 206. Once you've found that, click on that video and you can learn about why hemp was illegal and how ridiculous that was. I remember going to a hemp farm many, many years ago, probably 2000, well, actually 2014, I want to say. It was so cool to learn about the history of hemp and how much we relied on it many moons ago and then it became illegal. So it's a pretty cool story. Today's episode continues after this short message from one of my sponsors who make the show possible, plus give you some great deals on my favorite things. I don't think I can do the ketogenic diet because I love wine. This is the statement that so, so, so many women have told me, and my answer is always, but have you heard of Dry Farm Wines? They're the only wine club that offers zero sugar wines. This means that you can have a glass or two maybe three, and it won't affect your ketones. All of their wines are sourced from small sustainable farms. They're natural, organic, low in alcohol, have zero additives, zero carbs. And when you order by going to healthfulpursuit.com slash wine, you're going to get an extra bottle of wine for a penny in your first order. Again, that's healthfulpursuit.com slash wine. And if you're unsure of the link, simply check out today's show notes for all the details. Now, you might be hearing all the CBD talk and be like, oh my gosh, it's going to fix all my problems. No, nothing will fix all your problems. Many people market CBD as the end-all be-all and will solve all your problems, and this is just not true. Yes, CBD may help with anxiety, depression, sleep, mood issues, gut health, inflammation, and many other issues, but it must be used as a supplement to amplify a balanced, healthy lifestyle. And this isn't new to any of us. You know this. Without a healthy lifestyle to support it, CBD will not be as powerful. So if you supplement on top of a healthy lifestyle, CBD is one of the healthiest supplements you can be giving your body. So who is CBD right for? I like to recommend CBD oil for anyone uh, experiencing anxiety, recovery of any of any ailment, mild depression. Of course, please speak with your medical professional before you're adjusting anything or adding anything if you have an imbalance. Uh, joint pain, arthritis, aches and pain. Um, if you're having issues with sleep, 
it does help you fall asleep, but the real power is in the quality of the sleep that you get and it helps achieve the deepest sleep possible. Now that hasn't been my experience and I'm trying to break that down and understanding why so that I could possibly adjust it, but really, really fascinating stuff. Also, I enjoy taking CBD oil when I want to drop into the zone. I almost imagine it as being very similar to an exogenous ketone, but it doesn't make me as high. It's more like, and I say high, like just ketone high. It's more of a just like dropping into focus. CBD improves and optimizes brain function and brain health, reduces inflammation in the body, helps with gut health. So those are some of the signs that point to whether or not CBD would be right for you. So I hope that running through some of that CBD Q&A helps you. Again, I've partnered up with Eaton Hemp, and that's one of the ads of today's podcast. So when you hear that, it'll give you some details. If you want to try out their newest CBD oil, really exciting stuff. I love that I'm part of this. This brand is so great. They make delicious hemp treats. I'm in love with hemp, so it was meant to be. Okay, next up question is from Maria. Help, I'm stuck. I've been fasting for 18 hours, four times a week for the past two weeks. I've stayed within my macros and my carb intake has been less than 15 grams each day. I've hit my protein and fat intake and some days have gone over on one or two of them. My problem is when I test my urine for ketones, I only show a trace. What could I change? My weight either goes up to be 157 or goes down to 155, but that's it. I haven't gone lower than 155. Any suggestions would be appreciated. I'm so frustrated. Okay, Maria, a couple of things. One is that as a woman, your weight is going to fluctuate 10 to 15 pounds a month, depending on if you're cycling, if you still have a cycle from day one of my cycle to day 10 of my cycle. No, that's a lie. From let's say from day 20 to day five, I'm a higher weight than day six to day 19. I am currently on day 14 today and my belly is flat. I am the lightest I've been all month and that's just the way that it goes. So remember your cycle when you are weighing yourself. Next up, if you are testing your ketones uh, via your urine, you're probably not registering ketones because you're not dumping ketones in the urine. If you want to make sure that you're generating ketones, uh, my preferred way to test is through the blood. So grab yourself a blood meter and test your ketones that way and you could find success. Now, when it comes to weight on October 2nd, episode 193, I chatted about weight loss struggles and other things. You might want to head back on over to episode 193 and listen to that for some support with your weight loss. Liz asks, do you recommend exogenous ketones for women heading into full menopause at 52 years of age with hot flashes and high cortisol levels that make me anxious and wired so that I'm not able to sleep and just feel unwell? I keep hearing they will help but unsure and I trust you since you are a fellow Canadian woman who has had her own issues with hormones. If you do so, which ones do you recommend and where can I buy them in Canada? I am on a tight budget but willing to pay a bit for a better product. Liz, girl, welcome to menopause. Population, many of us. Exciting. This is exciting. But it sounds like you're dealing with some imbalances, uh, hot flashes, high cortisol levels, making you anxious and wired and tired. I would recommend exogenous ketones is like the last thing. I would recommend working with a naturopathic doctor, getting a couple of really key supplements. Now, if you don't have the funds for that, a really good brand that I love is Metagenics, and they have a couple of great, great cortisol, adrenal compounds that you might want to look at. So Metagenics, I will include a link in the show notes actually on my favorite Metagenics supplement. 
that can be super helpful for the adrenals. And I would highly recommend working with a doctor to get you on some bioidentical hormones. Specifically, progesterone can be really helpful. So work with them, test out your progesterone, estrogen, those two at least, maybe even DHEA. I don't know where you are in Canada, but Dr. Soriano is in Calgary and she is amazing. If you're in that area, I would highly recommend checking her out. She's phenomenal and can um, recommend some bioidenticals to help even things out. But I would I would focus on that as opposed to exogenous ketones. Now, if you were experiencing menopause and you were like, this is great. Oh, my gosh, no symptoms. I just want to get into keto, feel good and fast and great. I would recommend exogenous ketones 100%. I really like Perfect Keto. I don't know of any Canadian-based brands that are good enough that I would recommend. Um, But Perfect Keto is available to you. Um, You can order it. It's just the shipping over the border is brutal. If you live near the border, I would highly recommend ordering it to one of the PO boxes. Um, There are many services online and just driving over and picking it up yourself. We used to do that a ton. But for now, I would focus on supporting your adrenals because as you experience menopause, your body requires your adrenals to be on point because that's where all your hormones are being created. So take care of those little adrenals. Alex's question, my hair started to thin out after four months on keto. What caused that? I thought it was supposed to make it healthier. This scared me, so I stopped. Then I purchased your most recent book, The Keto Diet Cookbook, that shows signs it's time to heal your body, but I'm afraid to start the diet again. Also, I do not get the energy or mental clarity that keto says that it will provide. Any advice? Alex, oh my gosh. Okay, so I actually just planned an episode. It's going to be live November 27th, episode 209, and we're talking all about hair loss. So if you can hold tight until then, it's talking all about why you're losing hair on keto, that it might not be a bad thing, how to adjust it. It doesn't mean that you need to stop keto. So hold tight. Wait for that. I can't wait to share it with you. It's an epic episode. I've planned it all out. It's going to be great. I hope you're really enjoying today's episode. I'd love to see where you're listening from. Snap a pic and tag me at Healthful Pursuit or leave a review for the show on your favorite podcast player. It helps me out tremendously. Okay, back to the good stuff. Okay, Mindy, how does the carb cycling fit into a meal plan for type 2 diabetics? Won't it raise my blood sugar? I find your meal plans interesting, doing the thinking for meal prep, but I am concerned regarding the use of fruit and root vegetables, which I've been told by healthcare professionals that support keto that it's a no-no. Mindy, I think you're referring to my balanced keto meal plans. If anyone listening wants to grab meal plans from me developed every week, you get them in your inbox. Just head on over to healthfulpursuit.com slash meal plans. I'll include a link in the show notes. You can check that out. And it's so great. You're right to just like not have to think about your meals. But for you and anyone, if your doctor specifically has said, I want you to follow a ketogenic diet, boost your ketones, feel fabulous, then you are not going to carve up. Carving up is not going to be part of your process. So if you're following my meal plans or other plans, or you're wanting to play around with any sort of carb cycling specifically for you, Mindy, 
don't eat the carbs. So anywhere where there's carbs in the meals, I've structured the meals so it's not all about the carbs. It's just adding carbs into a meal that would generally be keto. So just take out the carbs from the meal plan and add in more fat. So for example, if it's a sweet potato chili, take out the sweet potato and add in coconut milk or add in coconut oil or use a fattier meat in that chili instead. So super simple to just remove. No problem there. Next question is from Brittany. I'm having the hardest time finding what my macros should actually be. Every calculator I use gives me a different outcome. I did just order keto for women, but I wanted to see what your advice was here. Brittany, okay, so every calculator is saying something different because no calculator can tell you what your body needs. And none of us, not even... The absolute pro of nutrition knowledge. I don't even know who I'm thinking of. The smartest person in nutrition ever to exist. Whoever that person is doesn't even know. Because your body is so unique and your macros are going to be unique. So just start somewhere and see how you feel. It's really that easy and I don't have an answer for you. And I think this answer pisses off a lot of people because they're like, no, you've had success. What did you do? I did what was right for my body. But if you do that, it might not work. So you really, really need to pay attention to your body and see how you are responding to your ketogenic diet. And Keto for Women is a great place to start. If after reading Keto for Women... Here's like, I still don't get it. Another resource that could be helpful for you is Happy Keto Body. That's my 12-week video training program for women. I partnered up with a doctor on this program. So you get a bunch of different support. And if you sign up as a VIP, you also get monthly calls with us where you can ask questions for the lifetime of the program. So we will be there to answer your questions whenever you'd like. Um, So happyketobody.com. And I will also include that in the show notes. Shraddha asks, hi, I have read your book, The Keto Complete Guide. I think you're referring to the keto diet. Yeah. I'm confused on which meal plan to follow. My main aim is to lose weight, but being in India, I have had large amounts of carbs in my meals daily. Additionally, I am starting my master's in October first week and have always binged eat eight when I study. I'm a bit confused between classic keto and daily fat burner plan. My source of exercise is daily cycling and swimming once a week. My weight is 160 pounds. Please suggest. So the difference between the classic keto and daily fat burner fat fueled profile is classic keto is your everyday keto. There are no carb ups. Whereas your daily fat burner fat fueled profile, you are having carb ups at least once a week. That's really the difference. So you get to decide, do you want carbs or do you not? Easy as that. And you can decide you can do a carb up a couple times and decide it's not for you and go back to classic keto. That's totally fine. Okay, last question is from Lisa. Hi, Leanne. Is there anything out there that helps a woman who has had a complete hysterectomy? It has been 13 years and I do the 131 method. I have lost weight, but I'm losing hair and off and on get horrible rashes on my shins and chest. I hear a lot about keto and how it works with our hormones, but I only get estrogen through a pill. Just wondering if there is anything I need different than someone else who still has their ovaries. Thank you. Lisa, I would highly recommend if the only thing you're on is estrogen and you said you take it from a pill, I'm guessing that it's not bioidentical estrogen because it didn't sound like you were overly, I don't want to say knowledgeable, but that 
somebody taught you about what hormones you should be taking. And as somebody who doesn't have ovaries, you didn't mention your age. I am guessing that perhaps you haven't tested your hormones in quite some time. So I would highly recommend find a professional that can test your hormones, review stuff, and then give you some bioidenticals. That's going to go a huge way for you. And you mentioned that you're losing hair and getting a horrible rash on your shins and chest. Rashes could be dairy, it could be psoriasis via grains. Those are a couple of things that popped up while I was reading your question. But I would start there. Find a doctor, test your hormones, estrogen, progesterone, DHEA, cortisol, For you, perhaps even your TSH and free T3 and see where that takes you. See um, what your levels are and what they recommend might help you feel just a little bit better. Okay. Oh my goodness. What a fun episode, right? I hope you enjoyed it as much as me. Next up on the show, Wednesday, November 20th, we have episode 207. Autumn Smith is taking over the show to chat about diet and your mental health. I love this topic. I could talk about it nonstop. It's a really great episode. Then on Sunday, November 24th, we have episode 208. Allie Miller is taking over the show. You guys love Allie. I could just have her on the show every single week. She's chatting about the functional medicine and and your keto, the role of inflammation and ketones on your mood, microbiome reset, and why you may not tolerate probiotics, the HPA access deep dive, the role of your stress on hormones and metabolism, how fasting may be harmful for you and not helping you, GABA being the ultimate chill pill, fueling your whole family, meals and snacks for toddlers, children, and how to navigate foods. Allie's great. I can't wait for you to hear that episode. So that's episode 208. In a couple of days, I will see you soon. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor should it be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program.